0: Matthew 18 About that time the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Jesus called a little child to him and put the child among them. Then he said, I tell you the truth, unless you turn from your sins and become like little children, you will never get into the kingdom of heaven. So anyone who becomes as humble as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And anyone who welcomes a little child like this on my behalf is welcoming me. But if you cause one of these little ones who trusts in me to fall into sin, it would be better for you to have a large millstone tied around your neck and be drowned in the depths of the sea. What sorrow awaits the world because it tempts people to sin. Temptations are inevitable, but what sorrow awaits the person who does the tempting? So if your hand or foot causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It's better to enter eternal life with only one hand or one foot than to be thrown into eternal fire with both of your hands and feet. And if your eye causes you to sin... Gouge it out and throw it away. It's better to enter eternal life with only one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into the fire of hell. Beware that you don't look down on any of these little ones, for I tell you that in heaven, their angels are always in the presence of my heavenly Father. If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away, what will he do? won't he leave the 99 others on the hills and go out to search for the one that is lost? And if he finds it, I tell you the truth, he will rejoice over it more than over the 99 that didn't wander away. In the same way, it is not my Heavenly Father's will that even one of these little ones should perish. If another believer sins against you, Go privately and point out the offence. If the other person listens and confesses it, you have won that person back. But if you're unsuccessful, take one or two others with you and go back again, so that everything you say may be confirmed by two or three witnesses. If the person still refuses to listen, take your case to the church. Then, if he or she won't accept the church's decision treat that person as a pagan or a corrupt tax collector. I tell you the truth, whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven, and whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. I also tell you this, if two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask, my Father in heaven will do it for you. For where two or more gather together as my followers I am there among them. Then Peter came to him and asked, Lord, how often should I forgive someone who sins against me? Seven times? No, not seven times, Jesus replied, but seventy times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven can be compared to a king who decided to bring his accounts up to date with servants who had borrowed money from him. In the process, one of his debtors was brought in who owed him millions of dollars. He couldn't pay, so his master ordered that he be sold, along with his wife, his children, and everything he owned to pay the debt. But the man fell down before his master and begged him, Please be patient with me and I will pay it all. Then his master was filled with pity for him and he released him and forgave his debt. But when the man left the king, he went to a fellow servant who owed him a few thousand dollars. He grabbed him by the throat and demanded instant payment. His fellow servant fell down before him and begged for a little more time. Be patient with me and I will pay it, he pleaded. But his creditor wouldn't wait. He had the man arrested and put in prison Then the angry king sent the man to prison to be tortured until he had paid his entire debt. That's what my heavenly father will do to you if you refuse to forgive your brothers and sisters from your heart. Well, there are some really powerful words in this scripture. Especially the final sentence. That's what my Heavenly Father will do to you if you refuse to forgive your brothers and sisters from your heart. And that's the pivotal part there. From the heart. Forgiveness is so important and it's not just for the person that you're forgiving. It's really for you. For your personal amelioration of the issue. But also according to scripture, so that you don't feel the wrath of God. The photo for today's show is from Murray's Mill in North Carolina, and it features a millstone. You see them dotted around. Typically, in more rural areas, people will put two millstones at the beginning of their driveway. And every time I see them, I think of this scripture where Jesus mentions how letting a child fall into sin, that you would rather have a large millstone tied around your neck and be drowned, that's pretty strong stuff. Murray's Mill has a little dam and a water wheel, and you can see a photo from there all the way back in episode 20, where I read Psalm 19. In this photo the focus is on the millstone but in the background you can see an old house. The buildings range from the 1880s through to I think about 1913 and it's a nice quiet place that's really very close to Interstate 40. I love driving around and just stumbling across Beautiful little places that make driving around so very interesting. If I had a dollar for all the fascinating little nooks and crannies and historical places just here in the state of North Carolina, I would have a whole lot of change, let me tell you that. (laughs) So there you are with a visual to go with the scripture that I read. And it so makes me think of how precious the little children are. And it's also a sad reminder because there is so much in society today, so much around us that is designed to make children just grow up way before their time. Children should stay children for as long as possible the oversexualization of children and the sexual nature that is our world, that is just pushed at them in all directions from so many sources. It's truly sad. And as a parent, I long for the days again when children can just enjoy being children. While the internet has brought about some wonderful things and it's given me a career of 25 years now. My own business is built around the internet, but with joy there is also sorrow, and there are far too many children that have grown up way too fast because of what they've encountered on the internet. As I'm thinking about this scripture, my heart grieves about what I've just mentioned, and so if you have a child or if you're around young children, if you don't have some kind of monitoring system for the child and the internet, please, please do not think that they're not seeing things that they should not be seeing. This stuff is pervasive, and the doers of evil know all the tricks. They know way more tricks than you do. And so if we're to preserve the innocence of the youngest amongst us, then we need to take active steps to make sure that happens in this day and age. There are lots of parental control apps available, as well as software. I know it's just one more thing to add to the to-do list as a parent, but it's definitely a very important one. Well, that's all I've got for you this week. I hope you enjoyed the scripture and the photo. And until the next episode, take care and stay blessed. To download the photo from today's episode or any of the other episodes, visit ttlm.pictures.